Welcome to the Free and Redeemed podcast. I am your host, Simon Andrade. And here on this specific show, we tackle over key topics that every single Christian struggles with. We bring in guests, we bring in godly wisdom, and more importantly, we bring in scriptures in the Bible to help you enhance your walk with God, bring in confidence, and put you into the direction of freedom and grace by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're new to this platform, I encourage you to subscribe. With all that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. In the last episode, we talked about four ways to tell that you are in a current wilderness season. It was sudden change, painful change, going through a sudden transition. That's a painful transition. And once you're in that transition, number three was going through unhealthy coping habits, how you are responding to this new transition or season in your life. And number four, which was a big one, probably wondering where God is in that process. As I mentioned in the first episode, what I talked about is I said, simply, no one likes to be in a tough season in their life. No one likes to be put in this position they didn't really expect to be put in, or even if they did expect it, it's still not fun being there. I mean, I can give so many various uh, examples, like, uh, for example, if you go through a bad breakup, you're going through a divorce, uh, you're all of a sudden unemployed, or overall, you're probably just going through a depression. You really don't like where life has taken you right now. You really don't like how your life is going. You know that there's something better out there for your life, but you're kind of in this hopeless stage of life. And I feel like it's very common in our world today, very common even in our church. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the one question I'm sure a lot of people may have, and I'm sure this is probably the number one question if there was a survey study God could do. It's simply why, the word why. Three reasons why you are probably in a wilderness season. Number one is plain and simple, but let's just take a look at number one. Number one is simply because the wilderness is the beginning of an upcoming breakthrough. That may catch you off guard, and rightfully so. If you understand the definition about a wilderness season, then you probably are not expecting to hear that, that this tough season you are in is actually the beginning of a current breakthrough that is coming in your life. How do you know that I'm telling the truth? Well, Today, I know last uh, episode, we mostly talked about Moses and the Israelites, but today I want to kind of take it a little step back or maybe hit the rewind button in the Bible and talk about the person who came right before Moses, right before all of this stuff went down. Because believe it or not, there was someone else who was also in a wilderness season. And today I want to talk about the story of Joseph. Joseph is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. I mean, when I went through a tough season in my life, his story really gave me hope. And really helped me identify who God really was and how God responds to people who are in tough seasons. But kind of hitting the rewind button a little bit, just a quick backstory on Joseph. So Joseph was the son of Jacob, one of the many sons of Jacob. As you know, Jacob was one of the forefathers who had the birthright, who basically was the grandson of Abraham, who was the son of Isaac. And uh, it's such a huge family tree. I mean, we don't have time to get through all of it today. But simply what I want to talk about today is the story of Joseph. Joseph had many brothers, but he came from a really respected person, and that was his father, Jacob. And in the beginning, when we really get to know 
Joseph, we really take the step in Genesis chapter 37, verses 1 through 10, where he talks to his brothers, or he has this dream, this dream where he rules over like different, like, you know, different cows or different calves, and all of his plants and grains, everything, all of his brother's grains, they were all bowing down to his. So he wakes up, he's like, wow, that's a really cool dream. That's so cool. So he goes and tells all of his brothers. One thing the Bible also really makes clear is that the Bible refers to Jacob or refers to Joseph as the favorite son, Jacob's favorite son, and his brothers already were not cool with that. Well, something to really mention is once Joseph has that dream, he goes and tells his brothers like, hey, I had a dream that one day uh, all of your stuff, all of your everything that you guys own, it's all going to be bowing down to mine. I'm going to rule over you guys one day. And (laughs) his brothers don't take that well. And the first thing on their mind is like, man, screw this guy. He's not even our brother. We should do something about this. And the whole entire thought of murder all of a sudden in their mind comes to pass. But then they talk each other out of it. They're like, no, we have a better plan and they sell them into slavery. So really kind of going through the first point, as I mentioned before, the wilderness season, the reason why you're probably in a wilderness season is because it's the beginning of a breakthrough coming into your life. Well, this is proof right here. Jacob, right off the bat, he has a dream and he has a vision of what God wants to do in his life. And he sees it, he embraces it, he's excited about it. And then the next thing he knows, not only is he not on good terms with his family, Boom, right away he gets sold into slavery. Here's the thing. If we want to break through, if we want to go through this amazing moment in our life, then I think there is one thing we have to really identify is it's not going to come right off the back. It's not going to come overnight. That's probably a tough thing to hear, probably even a tough thing to say, because I'm even convicting myself on this. But everybody wants a breakthrough. Everybody wants to have this great season in their life where it's so inspirational and everything just goes your way. I mean, I could even say, you know, as a potential business owner, there's a part of me that's looking too much into the successful side right now, what I want my life to look like when I'm successful. But sometimes I think we have to understand if we really want the breakthroughs in our life, are we truly prepared for it? And that leads me into the second point is the wilderness is a test, not a punishment. We all want a breakthrough in our life, right? We Maybe we have to be prepared for it. It's not going to come overnight. In matter of fact, it may not even come for many years. But if we really want to understand the whole entire concept of Joseph, this was someone who already saw his breakthrough from the distance. How many of you are listening today? And that is exactly what you see. You see something in your life that you want. You see something in your life that you envisioned yourself doing or everything like that. Heck, probably the only thing right now that you may be seeing is, hey, I just want to get over depression. I just want to get over this. I just want to, you know, keep my finances in order. I just want this. I just want that. Whatever it may be, you see it. And that's okay because God placed it there for a purpose. But I think the real question is, is, are you willing to go through the journey to get there? A lot of times today when we go through a tough season, sometimes we think that God is punishing us. Sometimes we think God has, I mean, as we even learned in the last episode that the Israelites, they believe that God abandoned them, that God was no longer providing for them or anything. Little did we know God was there the whole entire time. And that's what I really want to emphasize here. But something I really 
want to understand when I talk about the whole entire concept of the test phase, we have to understand Joseph was not just a guy who was sold into slavery and that was it. This guy knew how to be faithful in all of his circumstances in life. And that is such a huge key point there. What is a test? Here's the thing. When you get a test, let's say, I mean, we th- when we think of a test, we think of a test, let's say, when you're going to school. What's the purpose of giving tests to students? It's to see if they're prepared to go into the next grade. I'm just using the tax test back when I would take the uh, back when I would take it in school, grade school and everything. But the purpose of a test is to see how prepared you are to go into the next level. That's the simple truth right there. If you're not passing your tests, you're probably not prepared. You're probably not ready. But I really want to use that, emphasize that simple point I really want to make here. What made Joseph so different from, let's say, the Hebrew Israelites or what made Joseph stand out from a lot of people in the Bible today and why his story is so inspirational? It's simply because Joseph knew how to be faithful in all of his circumstances. And I really believe that's a struggle I think a lot of people have today in life is how faithful are you willing to be in a position you don't want to be in? You know, I know it's not easy just to to settle down and try to be, you know, try to feel good about yourself during a tough situation. I'm not talking about that. What I am talking about is can you still turn this pain that you have into a purpose? Could you still make something out of it? Which is why, hence, why the name of the series is called From Pain to Purpose. And that's exactly what I want to emphasize about Joseph. But something I really want to talk about here. So Joseph, as we know, he was sold into slavery And eventually, since he was faithful in that circumstance of slavery, he was able to meet Potiphar, who hired him as basically his right-hand man. And you would think, okay, Joseph's going to get out of this. He's going to be in a good situation now. We have to say au contraire in this situation. I want you to turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter 39. Uh, We're going to start in verse 8. Quick backstory before I read. Joseph, he's in a faithful situation. He's on good terms with Potiphar, and you would think everything's good and all, but then all of a sudden, Potiphar's wife all of a sudden has the hots for Joseph. To this day, a lot of people don't know how Potiphar's wife looked like, but the Bible kind of really makes it clear that she was a very attractive, beautiful woman. And it's not like this was an easy no for Joseph. Like, no, this was probably a hard no, but she tries seducing him, and we're going to start in verse 8 when she tries to seduce him and sleep with him. It says, but he refused. With me in charge, he told her. My master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has held nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. One day he went into the house to attend his to his duties and no one of the household servants were inside. She caught him by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. Wow. <laughs> in the Bible, the Bible simply says flee, not just flee, but there's a translation that says run from sexual immorality. And here we read Joseph is doing that. But let's keep reading. When she saw he had left his cloak in her hand and he had run out of the house, she called her household servants. Look, she said to them, 
This Hebrew has been brought to us to make sport of us. He came in here to sleep with me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. She kept his cloak beside her until his master came home. Then she told him this story. This Hebrew slave you brought us came to me to make a sport of me. But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me. When his master heard the story, his wife told him, saying this, This is how your slave treated me. He burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was in prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in prison, and he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care. Because the Lord was with Joseph. Oh, that is so good. The Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Such an amazing task. But guys, once again, let's emphasize here. Let's take a look at here. this here. Joseph is being, he has a dream about a breakthrough. He knows a breakthrough's at his hand. He, know, he knows God is showing favor, is going to show favor in his life. And here is his journey to get to his breakthrough. Is this what you, I mean, is this something he would have wanted? Probably not. No. I mean, you do everything right. You show faithfulness. You do the right thing. And yet, even though you do the right thing, that still gets you punished. That still gets you into a place that he probably did not want to be in. But once again, as we read in verse 20, once he threw him in prison, Joseph still truly remained faithful in his circumstance. One thing that I really love is if you read in verse 21, the Bible simply says it plain and simple. The Lord was with him. And that's something I really want to remind you. Sometimes you may be listening to this today and you're in a place right now that you feel like you don't deserve to be in. Maybe someone made a mistake and you're paying for their mistakes right now. Your wilderness season may be based off of someone else's mistakes. I know that definitely was me in one situation in my life. Someone's mistakes that was made towards me and made towards another person really put me in this position that I was like, God, why am I here? The person who should be experiencing this is the person who hurt me. But that's where I think we have to really identify something here. Even though, I mean, because the Bible's not too specific on how Joseph was feeling in the moment, but I really want to make this clear. Your breakthrough your journey to your promise, your journey to your destiny is not based on your emotions. God is not looking at your emotions and seeing how you respond. He's He's looking at your heart. You could be angry, crushed, hurt, sad, depressed, and yet still, if you have a passion to be faithful and trusting in God in the process, God really wants to see that instead of your emotions. Oh, he's so depressed. He's so angry. Oh, I'm just going to abandon him then. Yeah, this is not exactly how I wanted him to respond. No, the purpose of a test is, yes, you may fail it. You may fail multiple tests that God gives you, but that's not going to stop God from fulfilling the promise that he has in your life. What I'm simply trying to say is if you want your breakthrough, it really just takes finding the right actions that you need to do, even if it means sacrifice, even if it means something that you don't want to do I know I've been in that situation before myself, but it's about being faithful in the testing season of your life. 
don't think of it as, hey, I deserve this. I'm, I'm in this position because maybe I was this way when I was younger and all this stuff. It's not like that. If we can pass the tests, we have to understand, number three, the main reason why the wilderness season is probably happening in your life right now, because the wilderness is a time of preparation. I've stated this point probably way before I've even made this episode, even in the last episode. But it's because God wants to prepare you for the new things that you want in life. God wants to prepare you for your breakthroughs, your success, everything that you are desiring. Here's the thing. If we cast our cares onto Jesus and cast our needs onto God, I think the real question is, is are we even prepared for it? Are we ready for it? God knows every single hair on your head. He knows every single thing about you, probably so much more than you know about yourself. And if God knows what it's going to take to help you get to that position in your life, then sometimes I think we have to go through a testing season, just like Joseph. And there's so much more to the story about Joseph. I mean, he gets thrown in prison. I mean, he has more dreams. He meets the cupbearer. He meets that baker. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, that story pissed me off within itself, where he, he interprets a dream for the cupbearer. They release the cupbearer early, and the cupbearer says, oh, I'll put in the good word for you. I'll make sure you get out. And that cupbearer completely forgets about him. And that's something I really want to talk about is if you're in a preparation season, just know that you are not forgotten. Just know that even if you maybe are serving in the right way and you're upset, you're frustrated, God understands that. But let me ask you something. Whatever you are desiring, whatever breakthrough you envision yourself to be, the right question maybe that you need to answer right now is how prepared are you for it? from a scale of one to 10? That's a tough question to answer. I get that. But sometimes if we truly desire the special things in life, it has to be changed and prepared for it. Because here's the thing. One of the final things we know about Joseph is once he continued to serve and he was over the prison, he gets out of prison. The Bible talks about in Genesis chapter 41, the beginning of his breakthrough happens. In Genesis chapter 41, verse 41, Pharaoh who understood who Joseph was and how he served, he says, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Here his dream was coming true. And look how, look what it took for him to get there, just to get there. It, it's not like he has the dream and he meets Pharaoh the very next day and Pharaoh's like, ah, I know who you are. Yeah, here, get on. You're, you're in charge of Egypt now. No, it took his journey. It took his sacrifice. It took his persecution, his dungeon prison period to get there. What's making the story so much more inspiring is the people that put him in that position to get to his destination, his brothers, travel to the land where he's at in Egypt because his brother's land or where the brothers were living, including where Jacob was, they hit a famine. They hit this poverty level where they needed to go to Egypt to seek help. When Joseph... <laughs> When they appear towards the palace, Pharaoh's palace, they see Joseph. They don't know it's Joseph, but Joseph knows it's them. And the Bible talks about how he still feels that sting of pain of what they did. And this is where I really want to lead into uh, where our next segment will go, but I'm going to get to that in a minute. But he embraces them. He embraces them and asks if his father is still alive, and they barely even find out it's him. And you would think Joseph has the power to do something against them, and he doesn't. Matter of fact, he goes back to the land to go see his father. Jacob becomes filled with emotion and says, okay, I'm ready to die now. Kind of fast forwarding a little bit, Jacob passes away. His brothers think, "I'm okay, we're screwed now. You know what blows my mind? 
that only half the people that watch my videos are not even subscribed. Subscribe to my channel today, where you'll get all the latest updates for new episodes, new guests, new series that we are recording, and who knows, new promotions that you could be a part of here on the Free and Redeem podcast. Subscribe today and get started. I think Joseph is just waiting for our, fa our father to die. Now he's really going to hit us with the ball. He's going to get us back for what we did and for this position that we put him in. And this is the point I really want to talk about right here. If we go to chapter 41 or chapter Gen Genesis chapter 50, Joseph speaks to his brothers. When Joseph's saw brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, what if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph saying, your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask that you forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now, please forgive the sins of the servants of God, of your father. When their message came to him, Joseph wept. His brothers then came and threw themselves down before. We are your slaves, they said. <laughs> I'm sorry if I get a little emotional, but Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. I am in the place of God. You intended to harm me, but God intended it to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. The final word I have for you guys today is sometimes if you think of Joseph and they sold, let's, when he got sold into slavery, and let's say the next day he gets out and becomes, he, he gets to his destiny. I wonder if like Joseph would have been the same person if he were if he had the power to destroy his brothers. Let's say before Potiphar's wife, before all that turmoil he went through. But no, here he is confirming that no, what you did actually helped me. What you did actually got me to my destiny. Even though it was wrong, even though it was hard, it was tough. What you did, it got me to my destiny. And I'm here to tell you that maybe you're dealing with something tough. Your tough season, as I mentioned, may be off of a mistake of somebody else. Who knows, like wilderness season, it could be in different segments. It can be in different examples. Maybe you put yourself in this position. I don't know. But what if your destiny is based off of someone else's sin against you? It's just like we have to understand maybe the hardest times we face, the hardest betrayals, everything. What if that's meant to make us stronger? What if that's meant to make us the person God envisioned us? Not to just make us a good person, but the way God has envisioned us. And that's the encouragement I really want to give to people today who are listening, is you're not alone. God sees you. Three reasons why you're in the wilderness. Well, it's the beginning of your breakthrough. It's the beginning of the vision God has for you. Number two is it's a test. It's not a punishment. God wants to see how prepared you are for your destiny, for your promise, for your purpose. And number three is it's a preparation. Something I really just want to share before I uh, end this episode is there was a time in my life where I really went through this tough season and I might have shared this testimony a thousand times, but I'm now starting to see it more than ever now. Someone else's mistake, I know, really put a damper in my life. And I used to always ask God the question, why? Why? And, you know, during my time of going through that season, I was bitter. I was holding a grudge. I was holding unforgiveness. You know, as hard as it was to be obedient towards God in that moment, there was moments in my life where I just felt like I was completely alone. But no matter how much I pursued God, I just felt like that was the only thing God was really asking for in that that season from the year 2021 when he called me 
when I was going through that season, God called me to take a step of faith into a news chapter of my life. And that was to attend this group or to attend this one new group. And uh, I did share this in one of my last, one of my further back episodes uh, with one of my really good friends. Uh, shout out to my friends, Colby and Gabby. But I was just looking for something new in my life. And then the Lord sent me people like that. And not just them. There were so many other people. I wish I had time to mention all that stuff. But something I think God really was showing me during that process was learning how to be faithful in every circumstance that I was in. There were situations even back then I did not want to be in. Matter of fact, all I really was envisioning was just getting out of my depression, even getting to some places I'm not even currently at right now. But just like Joseph, the Lord was just telling me, stay faithful, keep pursuing me, I'm here. And even though it didn't seem like it at times, I knew God was there with me. I don't even know why I'm even recording in front of you guys right now with this mic, with this camera, anything. I don't even, I never envisioned having a YouTube channel. I don't know where God's going to take me next, but you know what? That's the only encouragement I have is be faithful in the promises that God has for you, in the circumstances God puts you in, because it's worth it at the end. That's the only advice I could really give. But to finish this episode off, you may be in a tough season because of someone else's mistake, and that's why the next segment we're going to be talking about forgiveness. But stay tuned because we have more episodes on the wilderness season. Father God, to end this off in prayer, Lord, we thank you for the faithfulness that you have shown us, Lord. We thank you for the love and gratitude that you have given us, even if we are in a place we don't want to be in, God. God, I pray for people who are hurt and betrayed. I pray that you are strengthening them and preparing them just like you did Joseph. And as the Bible said multiple times, God, that you were with him, show that you are with your people today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, once again, guys, thank you so much for staying faithful to the show. Um, I'm really appreciative of all of it. But with all that being said, guys, God bless.